Welcome to the Avatar program. Soon, you're going to have a chance to undertake an amazing Navi rite of passage, flying on the back of this powerful animal called an Ekron, or as we call it, a podcast. There are thousands of Disney podcasts on the internet, and this is one of them. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. I'm Jordan. And you're listening to... This week, a cast member health update for the good of humanity, a bizarre tale from Main Street, USA, a Splash Mountain update, finally, and for the main topic, we break down the new Genie Plus system. And somewhere in there, Jordan's collecting things. <laughs> it has a title, Josh. <laughs> I forgot what it was. Yeah, since you know what, you're off the hook since it wasn't written down. That that one's not on you. you it's I, I understand your ability to read things is a little high. See, you thought it was going to be an insult, and it was not. I'm not going to insult you today. I'm sorry, I blacked out. What would you say? Uh, only nice things. Only nice okay. things. All the nice things. The irony is that it was actually nice things. You're not being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time this will happen. Huh. Weird. Uh, <laughs> and I'm out of nice things to say, so. All right. Let's do this, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, Josh, where are you? I'm in White Sulphur Springs, Montana. No, I mean, like, specifically, where are you? In the helicopter. This week, Josh will be our eye in the sky. On the ground. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not flying. This week, Josh will be our eye in the sky on the ground. Well, I mean... Um, So, (laughs) while, while, while we're in the helicopter... I'd like to point out a few of my favorite things. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> and that. And that up there. <laughs> oh, and over here, there's this thing. <laughs> it, it, is it bright copper kettles? I, 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 I've seriously watched Jungle Cruise like four or five times now. I'm, I'm kind of jealous. I've only watched it once. <laughs> Or I haven't even seen it once. You should see it. It's fantastic. I love it. I would like to. Uh, I read that uh, what movie was coming out this Friday on Disney Plus? Cruella. Cruella. Did you see that one? Ooh. Nope. Oh, man. You going to watch it on Friday? Mm, I, I say I'm going to, but I'm probably not. Still haven't watched Suicide Squad. Still haven't watched <laughs> that, that, That's okay. Yeah, so, I like the Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> I kind of feel like Cruella is Suicide Squad light. Or like <laughs> for, for children, yeah. Suicide Squad for children. Just, just so, so it's like the same thing, just with less fucks and blood. <laughs> I mean, slightly less, but you know they're they're still in there. You have to look for them, but they're there. <laughs> because nice. you know, for kids, kids need that kind of stuff. It builds character, like climbing a tree and eating uh, a sausage. I mean, my my kids swear worse than I do. Maybe not, but you know. <laughs> You know, the, the, the youngest one still says fuck a lot. 
I feel like that gives them a bad reputation in, in the school classroom setting. Well, sometimes I'll be sitting there and she'll go, hey, dad, can I say fuck? Like, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just did. Was, <laughs> everybody gets one. <laughs> the weird thing yeah, I told I told them they get one fuck a month and they can save them all up for December and have twelve. <laughs> that's that's a fair that's a fair bargain. <laughs> like the twelve days of fucking Christmas. <laughs> twelve days of fuckmas. Is twelve days of fuckmas the episode title? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. <laughs> Is that allowed? The uh, first day of fuck miss my true love gave to me. (laughs) 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 I have a really bad Uh, STD. (laughs) (laughs) A really bad STD. Beautiful. Uh, The second day of fuck miss my true love gave to me. Oh, two blue balls. Vanessa's watching us. Everybody say hi, Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. Hi. What'd you get for <laughs> Oh, God, I've reached a new low. I'm going to drink my coffee. So I'm okay about this. Okay, I'll make a deal with you. I will name the, t- the episode that, but I'm, I'm going to put umlauts over the U. A Fukmas. Uh, <laughs> what? Umlauts. Mary Fukmas. Uh, Oh, God. And well, we'll see if we come up with anything that can top that for this week's episode. <laughs> I mean, we're only like, what, five minutes in and we've already got the episode title, right? Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Look, from here on out, we can either go up or down. Mm, yeah, we can go sideways. We often don't. We often do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we, we, we very much often, you know, just kind of. Listen Sideways the or down. The <laughs> it's a it's a gentle lateral move, but the the slope is definitely in a downward. Mm. It's like it's like Willy Wonka's elevator, except it doesn't go up. <laughs> <laughs> but Wonka's elevator goes every way, so it's really it's yeah, nothing. It, it's completely unlike Wonka's the, elevator. The Wonka Vader. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was called. <laughs> I, I I don't like that that name slipped our mind. How about we just call it the mutilator? The mutilator. <laughs> <laughs> hey, along with Vanessa, no Jillian is also here. Hi, Jillian. 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 Oh, I thought we were just going to keep yeah. going. I, I, I could no. do that for the rest of the time, really. How annoying would that get? Especially for Jillian. Just 45 minutes of chanting her name. <laughs> Just like those uh, stupid uh, um, like 10-hour loop songs. <laughs> oh, you mean like a 10-hour loop of the Araquan bird? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> okay, what would be more annoying? Us chanting Jillian's name for 10 hours or 10 hours of the Araquan bird? Taking it to the panel. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm waiting for the panel to answer, but I'm going to give my insight. 
Yeah, okay, the panel agrees with me. It would be her name, because at least the Erequan bird has a rhythm. Mm. And a beat. Mm-hmm. And an Erequan mm-hmm. bird. You, 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 can, mm-hmm. you, you can make it into a song. I can't. Uh, can you make it into a song like the 12 Days of Fuckmas? <laughs> Without being crude or rude to Jillian, no. No, I cannot, and I refuse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is not why we're here tonight. <laughs> We are here tonight to celebrate all things Josh. I don't know where I was going with this. Let's let's not celebrate Josh. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a yeah, stupid yeah. idea. Oh, hey, guys, guess what? Before we talk some Disney, I do have something to celebrate. I did get another postcard from, uh, what the hell is this? Giuseppe. I forgot his name. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, how's he doing? Good news. He survived South America. Apparently that place was not for him. Jonestown. In case any listeners forgot that. He was in Jonestown. (laughs) Oh yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah, he was promised Kool-Aid. They started serving Flavor-Aid and he was out. He's like, well, I'm not putting up with this shit. This wasn't his postcard. He he actually called me on the phone. But uh, he has moved in with uh, some people claiming to be Limerians underneath Mount Shasta. So, oh, good, good. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, uh, insanity. <laughs> no, no, well, that's, no. Insanity I, I, and Giuseppe actually, does not go well together. I actually kind of want to stop by, by Mount Shasta and, and kind of check out that cult. You should. Oh, and Jordan? Mm. Giuseppe sends his best, Josh. <laughs> he sends his best Josh yeah and, uh, so. well tell Giuseppe he fucked up <laughs> oh. yeah, don't you we're not going to celebrate Why Josh tonight so hurtful? <laughs> what if this is the best Josh I don't I mean if you uh, look at the uh, the multiverse theories you know, there's there's one of them that one of these multiverses got to have a way better Josh, but most of them probably have shittier Joshes. What, are we in the shitty timeline or what? What? I figure that out. <laughs> I, I, I this timeline's pretty fucked up. <laughs> Jillian's over here chanting Josh, 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 Josh. <laughs> Jillian, don't Weird. no no that's <laughs> do not. He doesn't need that or deserve it really. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I like the multiverse theory where basically every decision you make, infinite numbers of you split off. Uh, Yeah, I've thought about that. I've thought about that, and it starts freaking me out after a while. I've actually, like, read internet things about it. So somewhere there's a Josh that did everything right. There's also one that did everything wrong. Hold on. Podcast. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, I mean, you know, there's a version of me somewhere living in a in a fucking gutter. <laughs> Wait, is that the one that did everything right? <laughs> <laughs> it depends on where the gutter is, I guess. <laughs> Bowling alley. <laughs> in your basement. <laughs> And I just wanted to see what it felt like to sleep in the gutter tonight. <laughs> I'll be up. I'll, I'll be up to bed in a minute. 
<laughs> Walking past all the pinball machines, the pinball machine collection. Yeah. See? That'd be yeah, awesome. No, no. I, I don't like this version of Josh at all. We need to change the subject. I could be a pinball wizard. But he was blind, deaf, and dumb. Was he? Did, have you heard the song? Yeah, I've never listened to it, though. <laughs> that blind, deaf, and dumb kid sure plays a mean pinball. I do really like that song, but I had to... Isn't that a little offensive? <laughs> yeah. I mean, now, I, yeah. I mean, not really. Those are, those are three things that can happen. Okay. I mean, it's not, it's not like he's disparaging the kid. He's, a, he's giving him props for playing pinball. I mean, who wrote that song? He was the who. Yes. No, that's what I said. Who. No, I, I said, yeah, I said, who wrote that song? That wasn't a yeah. question. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Yes. I want to know the band that wrote that song. <laughs> who? <laughs> the band. No, no, the band didn't write that song. Who did? That's what I'm asking. Yes. <laughs> Roger Daltrey. Roger Daltrey wrote the song. <laughs> Who? Third base. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on that note, guys, let's talk some Disney. Let's talk some Disney! <laughs> really wanted to be the goddamn sport horns. <laughs> they have names, Josh. And they're not I sport know, I horns. Can't I can't remember what the fuck it's called. Vuvuzelas. How hard is that to remember? Fucking difficult. I thought we decided it was a Cliope last week. <laughs> yeah, those are too expensive. We went back to Vuvuzelas. <laughs> uh, this week on the Mickey Mutineers, Jake's gonna look up how much Vuvuzelas cost. Or, or, or it could be one of those fucking Swiss avalanche buster horn things. I don't know what those are called, but I know the Ricola horn. <laughs> <laughs> hold on I, li- I like that I opened up my web browser on my phone and the first uh-huh. the, the last thing I was looking at, at was uh, the lyrics to Careless Whisper <laughs> and and I'm never gonna dance again <laughs> uh, it's called an Alphorn by, by the way oh yes an Alphorn an Alphorn or Alphenhorn yeah Actually, or, that. I'm sorry I'm sorry I take, I, I take that back uh, I, uh, I accidentally put the P and the H together. It's Alphorn or yeah. Alphenhorn. Yeah. I said Alphorn. <laughs> oh. I, because I I'm so Alphorn. used to, because I'm so used to just putting, like, doing the F for the P and the H. Wait, an Alphorn? That thing eats cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good news, everybody. <laughs> As opposed to last week where Calliope's were like $10,000 to $19,000. Uh, you can get a set of six Vuvuzelas for $32. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> That's two for each of us. <laughs> well, this, this, this podcast is 10 hour loop. Well, <laughs> on, on the third day of fuck miss, my true love gave to me <laughs> <laughs> three Vuvuzelas. Three sets of Vuvuzelas. 
Man, I cannot wait till we do our gift exchange and I'm just going to send everybody to Vuvuzelas. <laughs> but I was going to send everybody to Vuvuzelas. Wait I got a minute. T- Guys, I was going to send everybody to Vuvuzelas. <laughs> this is getting out of hand. Now there's three of them. <laughs> I don't think everyone, anyone's ever really quoted episode one on this podcast before, which is weird. <laughs> nice. Okay, but backing up real quick before we're talking Disney, I'm going to connect these two ideas because now I just want to play Careless Whisper on a Vuvuzela. <laughs> and that's where we lose the listeners. <laughs> but a 10 hour loop. But it's not edited. <laughs> Literally, just us playing Vuvuzelas for ten hours, and like from hour two on, they're just <laughs> then like from hour five to seven, we're just passed out, and then we come back. It's gonna be awesome. I don't see how this could possibly go wrong. Mm. Yeah, my ADD might kick in. I'm gonna need a lot of Adderall that day. <laughs> Just concentrating on Vuvuzelas. Josh, I want to start with the good news, which is your news this week. Okay. All right. Um, so these, these fucking, these fucking fascists. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's the good news. Trying to force their thoughts and feelings upon everyone else. No, no, seriously, no. <laughs> uh, I got kicked out of Reddit <laughs> conservatives <laughs> and almost off of Reddit for calling the moderator for Reddit conservative a fucking fascist. Well, you know, maybe if he wasn't being such a fucking fascist. <laughs> I know, right? All I did was call him a bunch of pussies and told him to get vaccinated and they banned me from the fucking subreddit. <laughs> wow, weird. Fucking I'm going to connect this. Uh, are there other people being vaccinated, Josh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that the unionized Disney employees are required to be vaccinated by October 22nd. But see, here, the first line of the statement, though, but bothers me. It says employees with medical conditions or sincerely held religious beliefs will be eligible to apply for an accommodation through a negotiated process. I hope, I hope the union just negotiates their asses right out the door. <laughs> There, there, there is no religious belief. Whoa, 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 whoa! That says that says you should allow the deaths of fucking millions of people. Now, I don't know. I don't know every religion. Maybe somewhere out there there is, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty I mean, sure. I'm pretty sure Christianity says that. Well, the 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 the, the, I know the, the Crusades, J-dubs, the J Dubs aren't going to get the shots, <laughs> so so they shouldn't be working at Disney. Um, wait <laughs> again wait are, are, are they even allowed to i had a i had a jehovah's witness friend that uh her parents wouldn't let her watch the smurfs because they're little blue demons wait no I'm, I'm gonna convert guys i need to live in a world where the smurfs are evil <laughs> Look at the asshole Smurf. I think that's. 
Didn't they all catch a disease once where they all turned bad? I mean, when there's that many of them and only one Smurfette, that's going to happen. Diseases are... Fucking stabby Smurf. (laughs) (laughs) Got stabby and shanky and janky. Asshole Smurf. (laughs) And their leader, asshole Smurf. This this news story is taking a turn. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, uh, anyways, yeah, Disney's... uh, Employees are basically get vaccinated or find a different job. Good, I like that. And 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 so, you know, this is this is the neat way around mandating the the government mandating the vaccine is the employers taking over and saying, "Hey guys, you know what? This is getting to be bullshit. If you don't get vaccinated, you can find a different job." Especially in Florida. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, especially in the Orlando area where they were just given some kind of. Uh, oh, well, they're on a boil up order because of liquid oxygen that they use to clean their fucking water yeah yeah and sit to hospitals yeah yeah it's weird yeah so yeah i'm, I'm glad they're doing that because damn it we need this and before going into too far of a rant on this subject that we have done many times and i'm not against it i just we've said it before get vaccinated i'm gonna use my micro microphone well, on a podium i mean yeah, I'm just saying, you know, the, the government the government mandating the vaccine does kind of create a slippery slope type problem. Um, so are yeah, everybody getting vaccinated? Good. <laughs> well, well the, yeah, it, it just takes away some personal freedoms that um, I, I, I kind of agree that everybody needs to be forced to get vaccinated if you're able to. <laughs> but. It does. It does create some. Hey, look, my eth- ethical issues. My right to die is my right. But but you know but you know like I said I was in the fucking military. I had to get vac- vaccinated for smallpox, a disease that literally only exists in a lab. And if I didn't, guess what? I got fired. Huh. Well, so, glad you did. I still got fired, but <laughs> not for that. No, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I I like this multiverse train or <laughs> timeline where Josh gets fired from the Coast Guard. <laughs> he can tell you what a whale's blowhole is not for. <laughs> I did see a guy get kicked out of Coast Guard aviation just for being the dumbest of possible asses. Oh, good. He shouldn't be in aviation. It was. It, it, it was it was dumbass Smurf. <laughs> oh, he's evil. <laughs> All right, moving on. Jordan, I want to hear your quick bit about uh, the Gasly's Collectible Corner. Gasly's Collectible Collect- Corner. Wait. Are we doing? We're doing Collectible Corner now. I thought we were doing news. I mean, that part of news. Yeah, I thought we we're okay. We're, no, no, screw that. That's its whole segment. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we call it the Collectible Corner. Forgot about that part. You're right. All right. Uh, let's see. Do you want to go first or should I do my news first? I feel like yours is a lot more time intensive. Uh, no, it's it's not uh, really time intensive. Uh, today, Disney released uh, a really cool 30 minute featurette uh, of some Disney Imagineers about the upcoming Tiana ride. So it was a little bit uh, it, it was released in uh, and to start the celebration of, I guess, uh, was it World Princess Week or something with, with Disney World? And. Uh, there was a roundtable of some Disney Imagineers uh, at the famous uh, Dookie Chase uh, restaurant in New Orleans. Uh, let's see here. I have the roundtable panelist here. It was uh, 
Uh, Kenneth Mutton from uh, ABC News as he joins uh, Stella Chase Reese, the owner of Dookie Chase's restaurant and the daughter of Lee Chase. Lee Chase was actually one of the inspirations for Tiana in Princess and the Frog. Uh, Carmen Smith, who is the creative executive vice president of inclusive strategies for Walt Disney Imagineering. Uh, Charita Carter is the senior producer for Walt Disney Imagineering and Marlon West, the uh, visual effects supervisor for an, uh, Walt Disney Animation Studios, who also worked on Princess and the Frog. And it's a 30-minute roundtable just basically talking about the legacy of Princess and the Frog, talking about the legacy of Tiana, why she's such an important princess in the, the Disney canon, uh, and especially about the, uh, the inclusiveness and also just what she means uh, as a Disney princess, but also – not just her, but the fact that she's from New Orleans and what all that means uh, in relation to Princess and the Frog and like the legacy of Princess and the Frog going forward with this new attraction that is going to be rethemed uh, or that is going to be in the new rethemed Splash Mountain. And they talk uh, talk about that they are expanding the story of Princess and the Frog. So you're not just going to ride through the movie. It's actually going to take place after the film. And it's going to be led by Tiana, and it's going to be a very interactive kind of uh, attraction where Tiana will talk to the guests as they're going through the ride. And she's basically inviting you to a big Mardi Gras party. And as you go through the ride, hijinks and shenanigans ensue. You probably come across uh, maybe – I'm speculating. They didn't say this, but you probably come across like a specific voodoo priest. Uh, Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But the big thing was that the the culmination of this ride is going to be a large Mardi Gras style party. So I am sign me up for all of that. Uh, I've what? Go ahead. I, I have a question. Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> is the large Mardi Gras party going to be on a riverboat? Uh, they did not say. I actually had that same thought. <laughs> it would make sense. They have one, but well, I mean, Mardi Gras doesn't take place on riverboats. That also makes sense. I know nothing of Mardi. Parties Gras. take place on riverboats. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's already there. That's all. <laughs> right. That's all I'm getting at. Guys, I know nothing about Mardi Gras, and I'm sorry. This is my. This is on me. But I know it's a party. And <laughs> Thanks, Stella. <laughs> Jordan's cat is being the pod cat. Um, this this mm-hmm. all sounds fantastic. And they, uh, the, why can't I think of the word? The art, concept art. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The concept art that they released with this. Oh, just. Mwah. Yeah, it looks great. I, I, I'm very excited. You know who's not excited for this? People on Facebook. <laughs> you know, uh, shitty racists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're not, they're not ready for it. And uh, I say that's okay. Leave them behind because they're <laughs> shitty racists. Yeah. So I, I was going to, as you were talking that, I actually got into a conversational argument with someone on Facebook about this today because under one of the articles that got released, I went to go look it up and apparently the thread has been deleted. So I had nothing. But basically she was saying that uh, Princess and the Frog was one of the least popular movies. It's, it's such the least popular movie that they're making an entire attraction <laughs> for it. Congratulations. I pointed out to her that... Uh, it's currently based on a movie that is even far less popular and trying to, you know, goad her into defending yeah, far, far less available. <laughs> yes, that too. 
anyway, there was more to it, but it's been deleted, and I can't remember. So that's yeah, that. Yeah, I, 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 I still, I still get how we got Splash Mountain from a mermaid movie <laughs> because Michael Eisner was not having a good day that day. They're going to name it after a mermaid movie, but fill it full of a bunch of racist shit. <laughs> From a Tomorrowland attraction. <laughs> racist animatronics. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway. Uh, but, did, you know, yeah, wait, wait, wasn't there one of those? One guy's dad. Wasn't, wasn't there one of those in the Hall of Presidents? <laughs> there was far more than one, sir. There was far more than one. <laughs> I know. That's also true. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah, I'd be hard pressed to guess which one wasn't. <laughs> to an extent, I want I want to know: Did they just take the Trump animatronic and stick him in the corner? Uh, they stuck him in the back, <laughs> behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> you can see him rocking on his tippy toes, trying to see over the present before him. <laughs> Just stick him right behind Obama. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I want this. Anyway, back back to the Splash Mountain thing. Did did they give a timeline? I they did not. They nah, yeah, nothing, nothing on a definitive timeline. No, they have not started. No, and it's been a year since they announced it. Mm Hmm. But I'm just happy they're still moving forward on it. Like I'm glad that that's not getting canceled because I'm really, really, really looking forward to this. Like, I would put this above Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind on my excitement mm-hmm. list. So, anyway, next up in news, guys, I got a bizarre story for you. And that story is bizarre. So, <laughs> uh, ever since... I don't even know, like, where to start the story, but I'll start at the beginning. And when I get to the end, I will stop. I'm starting on August 16th on select nights uh, after the happily ever after fireworks on uh, at the Magic Kingdom up in the Main Street train station. Disney hired a DJ to but like a local DJ. I'd, this story was really hard to find because there was a few articles about it, but most of it like took place on social media. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, one social media account in particular broke this, and I'm not going to give them the recognition that they deserve because they deserve. Yeah, they kind of suck. They deserve none. But so this local DJ just like a laptop was hired to do a job. Yeah, he was hired to do a job, and part of that job was just direct. He was crowd control basically for after the fireworks, like you know, playing his playing his playlist, but then like telling people like, Hey, strollers are over there or stroller return. And then through the gates, monorail over there, ferry boats over there, you know, just directing traffic, playing this playlist, uh, hired to do a job. So this particular Twitter account kind of broke this Mm -hmm. on August 22nd, which would have been, let me look at the list here. According to this list, he he performed August 16th, 17th, 19th, 21st, and 22nd. And uh, so this this Twitter account broke this video video of this guy doing his job, the job that he was hired for, and just kind of put him on blast, basically. Right, Jordan? Yeah, that's that's what it was. Like, the the Twitter account in question just essentially 
pretty much like bald the dude for uh for for doing what he was hired to do. Right. And then the internet or Twitter, the shitty part of Diz Twitter, which is kind of a lot of Diz there, Twitter. There is a lot. Uh, apparently yeah. just started to run with it. And then they started to attack the DJ specifically on Twitter to the point where the dude had to put his account on lock because he was getting so much hate. And then... Why why are they hating on him? Am I missing something? uh, Yeah, Disney's shitty fan base. Disney Parks' shitty-ass fan base. But but, but yeah, but why why did this account put him on blast? What was their whole reasoning? Uh, Because they're whiny, entitled... (laughs) It's a whiny, entitled kid who uh, is mad that the parks aren't the way he wants them to be. That's that's what it boils down to. Why is there a DJ at the end of Main Street directing people that's not very Disney-like? I, that's essentially what the argument boils down to, and it it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> would, would, would they rather have fucking I don't know? What, what would be better to do that with? You want the fucking the barbershop quartet to fucking sing, well, sing everybody's happy asses out the well, door? Not not to not to steal Jake's thunder because this is this is his new story, but uh, yeah, didn't Jake didn't. And you're probably about to, to say this, so I apologize if I am stealing your thunder. But didn't didn't they essentially like fire him mid gig the next night because so many people started to like complain about exactly. it? Exactly. Yes, that is exactly what happened. Like people saw him up there getting his stuff ready, and suddenly he was packing up his stuff. So to be clear, the only this is only a reaction. Because the the Twitter the Twitter page that bro- that broke this story, this is clearly a reaction to that. So it had nothing to do with him not being able to do his job. He obviously did his job to the best of his ability because he had he had the gig for what four days before before this Twitter account said anything about right. it. And then because the shitty fan base listened to the shitty Twitter page. Disney was like apparently a supervisor at Disney walked up and told the dude, "Hey man, got to keep it packing." So, it, I don't know which Twitter account this is, but is it the same asshole that got mad because the stormtrooper was in his fucking food blog? No, no. But again, shitty part of his Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and there's so much. That's I. I mean, I literally don't go on Twitter because it's so fucking toxic. Like the pages I follow. It, 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 not the pages I follow, but just the discussions I see around his Twitter, it gets fucking Oh, yeah, awesome. and it's almost daily. But here's here's my two cents. It's not the most popular opinion, but, like, I have nothing against this guy. Like, I wholeheartedly agree. This was a man hired to do his job, and damn it, he was doing a job. But I do think it was a weird decision on Disney's part. First of all, hiring him, but also firing him. For doing the job that they hired him to do like what the hell uh, i think my my favorite uh my hold on my least favorite slash favorite slash least favorite again part about this argument is that in a subsequent tweet from the personal twitter page of the person who runs the twitter page who broke the story if you follow that <laughs> uh said it was never my intention to put the DJ on blast, but it was to it was to uh, 
could blast the Disney management who was doing this. It's like, no, it wasn't, buddy. It, now, like, that's the fallback. Like, anytime somebody does something shitty or says something shitty and they get called out for it, the backtrack is, well, Disney management, dude, fuck you. Disney management knows exactly what they're fucking doing. You don't even work for the company. So sit your ass down and take take a few seats, actually. Also, I do want to add that the firing was alleged. Like, we don't even know for sure because, like, we, right. we said he, he did go private on social media. Like, he could have had an equipment failure or something because it was his equipment. Mm-hmm. But... That is just the way things turned out, and it is, it is easy to assume that they canned him <clears throat> on the spot, but here we are. <laughs> it's, it's like Overall, it is such a weird story, just every aspect of it. I don't know. I, I'm interested in what kind of music he was DJing. Like, like I mean, is he up there fucking spinning wet-ass pussy? <laughs> <laughs> it was just a constant loop of that and Cotton Eye Joe just back to back to back to back to back to back. strong with the 12 days of fuckmas. <laughs> Macaroni in a pot. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to top that. <laughs> So now, that's that's the news. Oh. All right. I, went, I went to Giuseppe to a. I mean, he's not here. He's under Mount Shasta. Um, what, Josh? Yeah, um, I've got I've got fourteen minutes, and I got a jet. I thought you had a helicopter. You know, I gotta leave. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, real quick before we get into our so, main topic, uh, we're going to go visit Gassy's collectible corner. Ding. Jake, can you put up uh, the link on the screen? That Chapow, it's up. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, real quick, this isn't Disney. This is Disney adjacent. Uh, I've started a rewatch of The Simpsons on Disney+, Plus, and it just so happens that it coincided with the announcement that action figure company Super 7 uh, is doing a line of their ultimates for The Simpsons. Now, Super 7 has th- this really cool line called the ultimates and it goes through a whole bunch of different brands or different licenses. They have ultimate Thundercats. They have ultimate GI Joe. They have ultimate Ninja Turtles. And basically ultimate is their top high end dollar, uh, action figure at like 50 or $55 per figure. And it's one really solid looking figure. And they just pack it out with tons of cool accessories, like multiple heads that you can switch out accessories that you could switch out. Uh, hands and like sometimes skateboards and surfboards, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, they're, they're doing uh, an ultimate line for the Simpsons and they just released their wave one. And man, are there some deep cuts in this first wave? <laughs> I, There's going to say mostly deep cuts. <laughs> they're all deep cuts except for Mo. So Mo is the most straightforward character on this lineup, but he comes with some deep cut accessories. Like he comes with a, uh, a, a panda in a box that was in two seconds of an of uh, <laughs> of a bar gag. Um, there's a uh, deep space Homer where he was the where he was uh, you know competing with Barney to become an astronaut, uh, and he comes with the the accessories of the potato chips that he ate in space. <laughs> uh, Poochie from the Itchy and Scratchy cartoon where they made Poochie the dog that Homer was the voice of. 
Uh, and then they have the itchy and scratchy robot figures, which is, uh, again, like a very episode specific thing. So I thought it was really weird that they they did these figures like there's not one legitimate Simpsons character like there's a Homer, but there's not Homer. It's like space. Yeah. Homer. And I, I was like, well, I really hope that that these sell, because if they do more deep cuts in future waves, I could see myself buying some. Specifically, I would pay good money for a Hank Scorpio action figure. I don't, do you remember the Hank Scorpio? I'm not sure I do. That's the one. I think it's season eight uh, where Homer gets a new job and it turns out that his boss is the Bond villain. <laughs> no. And so it's Hank Scorpio. But but the thing is, like, he's the nicest guy to Homer. Like, he's what do you need, Homer? I got you, buddy. Like, <laughs> Uh, but it turns out that he's just like a global terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember that at all. Oh God, it's such a good episode. Okay. Um, uh, go what? Go what? I, I do want to point out. So the itchy and scratchy robots from itchy and scratchy land, right? I think so. the, the scratchy robot comes with my favorite accessory. And it's which is the Bort license plate. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because Bart could never find his name. Yeah, but they had Bort. <laughs> uh, let's see. So if they if they do a Hank Scorpio, I'd buy it. If they do a Disco Stew, I would buy that one. Uh, and I would also buy a Kang and Kodos if they decided to. Do oh, absolutely. One. Yes. Yeah. Uh, An honorable mention: I would buy a Homer and a Mumu if they did that from that episode. But it would have to come with the Dipping Bird. Yes. Anyway, so that's that's the collectible corner that that was announced this that's week. That's the so. collectible corner. All right, let's go right into our main topic. Big news of the week, Jordan. Big. Wow, we lost Jack. Oh, he texted me. Said he'll be back in five minutes. Okay. So, allegedly, we may never see Josh again. I don't know. Right. Well, I mean, he only had fourteen minutes to go. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't know what was supposed to happen after 14 minutes. <laughs> His time was up. Anyway, what are you looking at? Nothing. You're making me nervous. <laughs> Do I... <laughs> Is it the big ass spider in the corner? No, that's downstairs on my porch. Oh. Well, at least you got a cool spider, bro. So this week, yep. this week, Disney made a major announcement to something... I haven't seen anyone talk about this, but they announced the Genie Genie Plus thing at the last D23. Yeah. Did yeah, they? But there were like no there shit. were no details. Like Wait, we didn't know it was going to be paid. Wait a minute. So so hold on. Like 2019? Yeah, that would or was it 2018? 2019, I think. When was the last one? Cuz it's odd years, right? It, it yeah, okay, so it would have been it would have been 2019 then. I'm going to look. So they wait. I didn't even know that this was announced. It was like glossed over because nobody knew what the hell it was. Interesting. I'm, I'm trying to look. Yeah, OK, here we are. Ready? I, I got the article from D23 2019. OK, so here here's what was announced way back then. The, the title is Revolutionary New Digital Offering. Disney Genie coming okay. to Walt Disney World Resort. So. 
I mean, now we now we know that this uh, program also came to Disneyland, but it was advertised as Disney mm-hmm. World. And it's mm-hmm. all it says is, you ain't ever had a friend like this. Moments ago at D23 Expo 2019, details were unveiled by Disney Parks. Uh, <laughs> oh, this, is, this is how dated this is. Disney Parks Experience Chairman Bob Chapek. Chapek? So, I mean, he, he was just running the parks back then. For Disney Genie, a revolutionary new digital offering set to debut in late 2020. Okay, so it got pushed back a year. <laughs> Weird. Right, right. For so. I mean, I feel like <laughs> yes. that's, I feel like that's it seems fair. to be going around. Uh, before, before we, before we go any, any further, I just want to announce. Uh, I just got an alert on my phone, and the Spider Spider Man teaser for No Way Home just just dropped like just now, <laughs> <laughs> like just now. So let's let's <laughs> let's talk about Genie and Genie Plus, and then we'll. Do we have to go? Yeah. <laughs> So our thoughts and reactions to the... Uh, now I can't concentrate, Jordan. Uh, anyway, Disney Genie will make planning easier and more fun. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me back up. Joining other innovations like the Magic Band, which they've gotten rid of, Disney Genie is being designed to help make you the most of your visit, where, whether you're a first-time guest or a seasoned pro. So it, so wait, which which article are you reading? Uh, revolutionary new digital offering, Disney Genie coming to Walt Disney World Resort. It's on the Disney Parks okay, blog. So- Okay, I think that's probably the one that uh, from the 18th. Uh, Sunday, August 25th, 2019. Okay, so okay, all right. All right. Holy, that was almost two years ago to the day. Yeah. Because here we are, August 23rd, 2021. That's nuts. But like, it doesn't go into any details. It'll, it's, it just talks about how it will help you plan your trip. That's it. And okay. using creativity and innovation. A lot of buzzwords in this article. So this is when it was mm-hmm. announced, and we had no idea what this was until a few days ago. Jordan, what the hell is Disney Genie? All right, so Disney Genie is a complimentary service that is integrated into your Disney My Disney Experience app. So it's it's going to be pretty much for a lot of first time Disney uh, vacationers or first time uh, Disney Worlders. So there's tons of stuff. Uh, kind of to take a line from uh from Stacy uh in her in her must-dos is like there's a lot of must-dos, but how many of those must-dos do you really want to do, right? So if you don't know where to start, you can to open up the Genie in your My Disney Experience app. And you can uh, just with the tap of a finger, pick some things that sound interesting or things that you like. And then Genie will magically kind of create an itinerary for your day. So say you like Haunted Mansion, say you like Space Mountain, say you like, I don't know, uh, Italian food. (laughs) (laughs) You tap all that stuff. And say that you're going to be in Magic Kingdom and they'll be like, oh, well, here you can go to Haunted Mansion during this time because the wait line is typically less. And then if you're hungry, you can go to Tony's for your Italian food uh, lunch and then uh, go on Space Mountain and barf it up. So I can't eat pizza on Space Mountain. Uh, I'm I mean, with Genie, I think you could probably do anything. Well, I can't stop you from eating pizza on space mountain do you think 
What if you snuck pizza on Space Mountain and then you got a picture just like you eating a pizza? But I, I need it to be like a, a very large New York style slice. Just <laughs> folded in half, just full. Ah. Uh. <laughs> what are they going to do? Stop me? Right. Take me off the ride that I just finished? I mean, it would be a good it would be a good photo oh. op. I think I think I think especially like when you turn that corner, like there's enough time for you to get a slice of pizza out, take the picture. And then when you start your crawl towards the your first descent, uh, you can just shove the pizza back in your bag <laughs> and it's fine. Yeah, that's right. I'm back. What did I miss? Not much. Uh, Jake ate a pizza on Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. All thanks to Genie. We're talking about yeah. Genie now. Right. So essentially, Genie oh, will plan yeah, your day. Why, 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 why are we talking about um, garage door openers? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Josh isn't wrong. <laughs> yeah, I feel I, like I, I feel like this I is a very specific reference. <laughs> no, I swear to God, there's a brand of garage door openers called Genie Plus. Right. I, I, I know that. You know that. I feel like this is still a very specific joke. <laughs> well, look at you people with your garages. <laughs> you make me sick. <laughs> oh. I had better freaking better service out in the middle of nowhere. Now I'm on the internet and it sucks. Oh. Yeah, go so, back. So, all right. <clears throat> so the concept of Genie or, or the, the complimentary version of Genie I think is a nice addition. I think that's that's something that's pretty cool. Like if especially if you're you're a seasoned pro and you you want to experiment like let's see what Genie will come up with me for Hollywood Studios. Uh, excuse me, Hollywood Studios. Tap a few things, boom, you got your itinerary. I can just see it now when this finally debuts, there's going to be a slew of Disney vloggers going, "I had Genie plan my entire day at Epcot." And then it'll be, you know, a whole bunch of videos like that. People eating pizza. Then on there's Space that Mountain. one guy that's going to bitch about him. Fucking get Genie fired. <laughs> <laughs> Genie was just doing his job, man. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So the so everything with Genie on the surface is fine. It's a complimentary service again, built into your your My Disney Experience app. However, there is a further um, paid service called Genie Plus, which is fifteen dollars per ticket per day, and it's kind of an upcharge. Yeah, and twenty dollars at Disneyland. It's so it's twenty dollars at Disney, like twenty dollars per ticket per day. Yes, and at Disneyland. Yeah, so it's five dollars cheaper. But but so Disneyland though, it's called Max Pass. It was, correct? but they're transferring that into Genie Plus. It's all Genie Plus now. So everything. So it's just a, a, a wide coast, like both coasts. It's Genie Plus. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, so specifically for Walt Disney World, it's fifteen dollars per ticket per day. And you get the okay. Let's see. I'm reading the I'm reading the write up right here. Uh, so this is basically our our fast pass. So when when COVID hit, fast pass went away, and 
your $15 allows you to, to book those fast passes as early as 7 a.m. if you're staying on property or if you're staying off property at park open. Okay. So with the old fast pass system with my Disney experience, you were able to choose three fast passes at a time. With Disney or with Genie Plus, you're only you're only allowed to do one at a time. However, that fast pass recycles throughout the day. Right. So I don't I, I feel like it's a weird flex for them to take the two other ones away. I don't I don't see what the what the point of so, taking so these two extra ones away. So it's unlimited use? Yeah. You can use yeah, and it and it follows you from park to park. So if you park hop, you like say you do Magic Kingdom in the morning, you do Space Mountain and then say Big Thunder, and you're like, I'm gonna go to Epcot. You can go and do theoretically like Soren and then Frozen. So what it is, it's the it's the Classic FastPass system when they first introduced it with the machines, except for the machine is your phone now. Because on the old system, you get there in the morning, you go to the first machine, you get a FastPass. Once you mm-hmm. use that FastPass, you can get your next FastPass. So on a less crowded day, you can go through a lot of FastPasses. You can go through a lot of FastPasses, but you're guaranteed less, exactly. less things. And that's what that's what bugs me is because... You know, back back prior to say Toy Story Land and Batu opening up, Midway Mania was the first thing to go. But if you were if you were able to make those fast pass selections 60, 90 days in advance like you used to, you were able to at least get one fast pass or maybe do it do two fast passes for a couple days. You can't do that anymore. Right. So like with the paid one like, can you get fast pass to use like right now, or do you still have a window? Uh, I think I think you can book it for like whatever time. I th- I think it's still done the same way. So, but, so I, I I can't just walk up to to Toy Story Mania and say, you know what, I want to ride this. I don't want to r- wait in line. Boom, fast pass, walk on. No, wait, hold on a second. We're, we're, if one's available, then yeah, I think you can do that. Uh, I think Josh is talking about something we haven't got to yet. So Josh, hold that thought. The lightning lane individuals. Right. So so right now, Genie Plus for Walt Disney World, $15 per day per ticket, which can can add up. I mean, that can that can get pretty expensive. And here's here's my my personal thought about this is that I don't mind that they changed it. I don't mind that they're going towards. I mean, I, I guess it does kind of bother me that they're that they took two of the three fast pass selections away from us and we're going down to one. Um, but the thing that bothers me the most is that they put it behind a paywall. This is something that everybody used to get as as being part of, you know, uh, just going to the park. Mm-hmm. If you're staying on property or off property, you if you're staying on property, you got a couple extra perks. But but like the the evening extra magic hours they put it behind a paywall and for that your paywall is you have to stay at a deluxe resort on disney property this is just an extra fee for something that people already had and that's that's the thing that bothers me the most basically what happened is they became like every other amusement park in the business and that was the disney difference in my opinion was that disney Mm -hmm. offered it to everyone and now 
great. Now we're just as good as Six Flags and Universal. Who uh, I always just felt like it was bound to happen no matter what. I mean, the writing's on the wall. The writing was on the wall. Like it was, you know, Disneyland had been doing it. They just implemented something like this in Disneyland Paris. And of course it was going to come to like the biggest part of all their, or the, the biggest uh, property of all their parks. Right. It, it was, of course it was going to come to Disney, but I feel, I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like when, when everything was complimentary, we got more and now we're paying more for less. Right. Does anyone else feel like that? Uh, yeah, no, like, because, well, my opinion moves us on to the next step. So is this a good time to say okay. that? So, yeah, yeah, go for like, it. Like, we're paying more for less, but then we get even less, less, because mm-hmm. behind this $15 per ticket per day paywall, you don't even get the highest up, highest tiered attractions. So... All right. So before you go, when you say high, highest tier attractions, we're we're assuming we're talking about Rise of the Resistance. We're talking about um, uh, what's the the Mickey, the Runaway Railway. We're talking about probably Frozen Ever After. Um, uh, Flight of Passage. So so yeah. So that won't have that won't be part of Genie Plus. At all, unless you add the lightning lane, correct? Right. So if you want a fast pass for those specific rides, you have to pay an even additional upcharge for that. Right, and that's what I meant by the less that we're getting is even less than the less. Because behind this paywall... So it's... Yeah, so it's a paywall behind a paywall. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> when you put it that way, that, that kind of hurt a little, Jordan. That pained me when when you said that. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but just having it written out like that, no. Right. So Disney hasn't come out and said what their what the the top tier attractions are, but we can kind of spec. We have a rumored list, and I have it right here in front okay. of me. All right. What's our rumor? So list? again, emphasis on rumored list because right now this ri- list is only ha- showing. And it's called Lightning Lane for these. I, they're not even using the term Fast Pass anymore. It's all Lightning Lane, but like these, mm-hmm. what do you call this? The the extra cost Lightning Lane. So according to this rumored list, there's two per park. So at Magic Kingdom, it's Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Space Mountain. Space Mountain? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else you would have at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I mean. Oh, man. I mean, Either that or, or Big Thunder Mountain, I would guess. The, the Barnstormer. <laughs> Shut up, Josh. <laughs> but that is included in the $15 paywall, the Barnstormer. <laughs> so you can still get one, Josh. It's fine. At Epcot, the uh, upcharged lightning lane is uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and Test Track. Of course. Test Track? Yeah. I thought for sure it would be Soren. I thought for sure it would be Soren, too. Again, rumored list. It might still be Soren. But we'll, we'll see come October. All right. Hollywood Studios. So so what about all the times Test Track's broken? Then what do you do? They'll, they'll probably give you a paper fast pass for that or fast pass on your app for that. Because like, okay, real quick, 
Because that's what they do now. When uh, when I was there in March, in the time where they weren't doing fast passes at all, uh, one time on our flight of passage ride, we got delayed. Like the ride broke down, mm-hmm. but just just the theater we were in, so we got moved to a different theater. And because of that, <coughs> they okay. scanned our my our magic bands and gave us fast passes for any ride we wanted, which was pretty great. So in a time of fast pass, we still got to use a fast pass. We use it on the Navi River journey. And uh, anyway, so back to what we were talking about. Hollywood Studios, the Lightning Lane rides are Slinky Dog Dash and Rise of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Okay, that kind of makes sense. And Now, um, while – oh, go ahead. Finish, finish what you were going to say. I was just going to read the Animal Kingdom one real quick. Okay, go for uh, it. Flight of Passage and the Safari. Yeah, I could see that. So, which which is a bummer because like these are all things that I would book a standard fast pass for. Yeah, but I, with the exception of Rise of the Resistance, because you had to you had to get the boarding pass, which tells me uh, a couple things. One that they're going to stop doing boarding passes. Yeah, uh, and there's also rumor that it will be a virtual queue. Like you would virtually hold your place in line and then you'd get a, a notification saying, hey, it's your turn, your turn to ride. So it's essentially nothing but fast passes for that ride. Wait, Jillian said boarding passes will still be going on for Rise of the Resistance and Ratatouille. So boarding passes will still be going on for that. But then you if so essentially the the lightning lane slash fast pass will be that additional upcharge. So. Do you still have to? I would assume not, since you're paying to play. You wouldn't have to get a boarding group. I would assume, but here, I, and, th- and these are all things that, as far as I know, we don't know. But in right. my mind, the boarding passes for Rise of the Resistance, they would fill it to capacity each day. Mm-hmm. So it, just the way it sounds like to me, I they're think- going to cut that in well, half or something. Yeah, so it sounds like you're going to get less spaces in the boarding groups to accommodate the lightning lane, uh, the lightning lane purchases. And then on top of that, if you decide to purchase the lightning lane for Rise of the Resistance, does that void you from getting a, a boarding group? So, like, theoretically, if they didn't do that, you could ride it twice in one day. Right. For the paid for the paid ride and then your boarding group. Theoretically, yeah. But I Which which is less people that are getting on the ride. Oh. <laughs> and a ride that look, is one of my all time favorite rides, but the reliability is pretty low for a new ride. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So which bring goes back to now I understand what Josh was saying about test track. Like, okay, back in the day, you know, everything before this week. If you had a fast pass to test track and it broke down, okay, you're out that fast pass. They give you a new one for something else or something. But now, now you you mean you mean when it broke right down. when it broke down. But now you you've paid for this fast pass specifically for this ride. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a pain in the ass, especially for like things like test track and Rise of the Resistance that break down a lot. I and mean, uh, I guess Flight of Passage breaks down a lot too. But it has multiple theaters, so nobody notices that one as much. So that's going to be a pain in the ass. I'm just thinking of how I would react. Like if I paid for a fast pass for this ride and it broke down, yeah, I'd be a little upset. Mm-hmm. I'd really like to know how they're going to, you know, comp that. 
<laughs> Jillian said, if guest relations thought they had it bad before, oh boy. And she's not wrong. Yeah. Oh, man. I just, I, listen, I'm not opposed to the idea of an additional upcharge for things if I feel like I'm going to get the most for my money, right? Obviously, park hopping is an upcharge, and we we all get the most for our money for park hopping. Right. I, but, man, I just I, – I it bums me that everything that made the experience the way it was is now going behind a paywall. Yeah, and Jillian over here put it very bluntly and painfully – she said, as of uh, 2022, 2022, that's a hard one to say. Literally uh, nothing comes with your vacation package besides the hotel room and tickets. Because now, er- wow. And she's not wrong. Everything's an upcharge. They, they got away, got rid of, you know, the Magical Express. Fast passes are an upcharge. Like you said, park hoppers are now an upcharge. Whoa. Uh, also, I mean, book, book okay. your Disney trips Imagine. with uh, Jillian as you wish. <laughs> yes, she's the best. What, Josh? Um, the Magical Express going away. That I just understand that as Disney's just not renewing their contract with Mirrors because Mirrors sucks. But I mean, you might be right. I'm not sure, but it's still going away. And there's cool. there was no it, uh, <clears throat> there's definitely no replacement still. I mean, not on Disney side, but hey, you can still book through Mirrors. <laughs> But it's gonna cost you oh, extra. Yeah, you can still get a shitty, get a shitty mirrors bus. Look, if they just, I'll ride a shitty mirrors bus and just pull up the welcome video on an iPad. <laughs> or you know, just do what normal people do in Uber. I rented a car. Hey, aren't aren't they building? Aren't they still building light rail from uh, the airport <laughs> into Disney? I feel like they've been doing that for like the last thirty years. Well, no, like there's actually light rail going in around Orlando. A lot of it. Oh, well, then I don't know. So I, I'm i on the Disney Parks blog, and I am looking at the uh, uh, the announcement of Genie from last Wednesday, August 18th. Uh-huh. And I'm scrolling down. I'm doing what I shouldn't do, and I'm scrolling down to the comment section. Oh, no. And one, two, three, four... Five, six, like the the first six comments are just people going, "This is very disappointing." <laughs> uh, and then and then you get to one comment that's like, ah, "Listen, I understand what they're trying to do." And then like the comment after that is like, "I actually kind of like this," <laughs> um, but then it kind of goes back to uh, to to hey this is very disappointing and i realize that this has been going on in disneyland for quite some time now um so i know a lot of the disneyland regulars are just kind of like yeah yeah what like this is normal (laughs) like why (laughs) why are you all freaking out yeah Uh, i'm freaking out because i haven't been to disneyland (laughs) uh you should go sometime of course, eh, well, it costs more. So, mm-hmm. sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> Jillian just gave me a little tip, and I'm gonna check it out right now. Oof! And Jillian is not wrong. Uh-oh. She said, 
see, uh, go to YouTube and <laughs> on the announcement video and compare the likes to dislikes. So I found it just now while you were reading that. Okay. So this genie service announcement video has 149,000 views, 1.4 thousand thumbs up, 15,000 thumbs down. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like I call it a hunch. I don't think anybody actually wants this. I mean, I I would uh I would I would agree with that hunch. <laughs> I mean, does it really matter what anyone wants? So no. Uh, and I know, like, again, uh, kind of kind of bothers them because I just booked a trip two damn weeks ago, right? With Jillian, with Jillian, as you wish, as your uh, travel agent, the best travel agent, uh, and. And now I'm I'm like, well, this is luckily it's just me and Chelsea. So that's thirty dollars a day, but we're going for seven days and we have same day park tickets. So that's two hundred and ten dollars. What's what's two hundred and ten dollars? Two hundred and ten dollars. Definitely two hundred and ten. That's an extra an extra two hundred and ten dollars that I could have used elsewhere <laughs> that is now going to go to Genie Plus. And that's not that's if I don't want to pay the extra lightning lane fee. Right. That's that's your your base price of costing yeah. extra. Yeah. And here's so it's an extra two hundred and ten and it's fine. Like listen, if it's already factored into the price of the trip, that's fine. But I know now that it's an additional add-on. Like if they just said, hey, for this much, you get this, and then it will just lump it into your 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 trip, uh, your your uh, your trip package. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a little bit more palatable. Yeah, I, I, and I I had that same thought when they switched to resort fees. Like, don't, don't tell me there's a resort fee. Just lump it in. Just tell me. Just tell me the price went up. Yeah, <laughs> and then like behind the scenes, you tell each other that there's a resort fee, but I don't want to know because now I feel like I'm paying more for the exact same thing I got before that there was a resort fee, mm-hmm. and that's what you're talking about. Is now you're paying more for the exact same thing where last year you went, it was complimentary. What the hell? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. And here, here's, I'm gonna call out my own hypocrisy, and. <laughs> probably for most of us because as much as we don't like it I mean I'm going to do it mm-hmm. so but I'm not I'm not going to do it happily but I'm going to do it but I'm going to complain about it when I do it mm-hmm. so I, I I just want I mean what Josh yeah just it it doesn't matter like literally they can do what the fuck they want because they know people are going to come right and damn it they're right because I'm still going to go but again yeah. I'd be happy about it. <laughs> yeah, the problem is, you know, it's just getting to the point where I can maybe afford a Disney trip like once every five, six years now. Yeah. And here, here's the other thing. It, like, this is the silver lining that I, I hope happens, but I doubt it will. But, like, I, I had to dig deep to find some positive in this. Uh, you know... I go to other parks like the aforementioned Six Flags and Universal with their upcharge, you know, fast lane passes, whatever each individual one ca- calls it. And a lot of people don't pay the extra. And so the standbys move pretty fast. You know, you still got the people going through the, the fast lanes. Uh, 
And the- so this this begs uh, a question for a whole new topic that we probably we definitely don't have the time to get into tonight. But is Disney starting to price out lower class people? Lower, lower, lower on like the the socio capitalistic income class, like like low income families that you know probably stay either off property or probably stay at value. And to, like a lot of the families where Disney is a once in a lifetime trip, not something like we do, and we go once every year, once every two years. Right. Like, is Disney starting to price out those families in lieu for? the 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 higher wage families that spend twelve thousand dollars on a week at the contemporary or the grand flow i mean i think you're right because as you were saying that i had a lot of answers so i think we do need to put a pin in that question for a further topic maybe maybe we'll just expand that topic out to next week let's maybe maybe we can get some uh, some some people on next week's show and talk about this next jillian what are you doing next no week? no no hold on next week is a disaster oh. hour oh yeah it? it's our fourth episode oh shit All two right. weeks jillian what are you doing in two weeks oh you're gonna join us here on mickey mutineers awesome all right mark your calendar jillian ah uh, up top hey. jillian <laughs> rob robbie will be robbie will be home with me joining us as well all right well tell him to be quiet <laughs> I'd like to man. <laughs> come on he, he he listened to this just now and laughed it's fine it's fine oh hey Jillian actually said she's in well she said yep so <laughs> sorry Jillian your yep means you're in so two weeks two weeks from tonight you're in we're gonna we're gonna break down the socioeconomic barriers of a Walt Disney World vacation with someone who plans Walt Disney World vacations so I think that works out really well actually mm-hmm. so uh, I think I think this is a good a time as any to stop this, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like unless anybody has any insight on Genie Plus or Lightning Lane that we haven't we haven't specified. Yeah, the the Genie Plus is the garage door opener that connects to your phone, so you you can close your garage for wherever you are and and open it too. <laughs> All right, tune in next week for a Mutineer Disaster Hour. On the fifth day of fuckness, <laughs> my true love gave to me five genie pluses. Hey, if you've enjoyed us, I'm Jake. I'm, that's Josh. That's Jordan. And we are the Mickey Mutineers. If you've not enjoyed us, I'm Mike. That's Dave. That's Dave. And we are Radio Harambe. <laughs> Oh, God, I've reached a new low. <laughs>